building. Phase one is, of course, the backside. It's out in the foyer. Uh, the picture of it as well and the, and the drawings. But I tell you, I believe we are so close to, to fixing to start that. I can smell it. I can smell it. Amen. I believe that. And so you keep believing and praying and believing that bids are coming in and, 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 uh, finances are there. And, uh, so if you'd like to stretch your hand toward the screen, people say, man, I just can't believe all them crazy things the church do down there at Calvary. Amen. Well, we do what the Bible does. Amen. We just do what this does. And you know what? Look at somebody and say it. It what? It works. Amen. It works. Amen. But you can stretch your hand over to your left or to the screen. But let's confess this. Father God, we thank you for the land. We call the building built. Fully furnished. Fully landscaped. Parking lot, all parking lots are paved. And paid for. And debt free. In Jesus name. Give him a shout like it's already over there. Yes. <laughs> Woo. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And paid parking lots on both sides. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You just keep believing that. Amen. And, and, uh, God's going to do what's needed to be done. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, I trust you already been blessed this morning. Amen. Let's get into the word and receive something from the word this morning. Father, we thank you once again for your love and mercy and your grace. And God, as we just pray right now, I pray that uh, your anointing has already been here through class time. Father, it's been here in, in the praise and worship and giving time and healing and restoring bodies. Now, God, I pray that same anointing will flow and and in, in the years of people will open up and the hearts open and be receptive of what to hear from your word this morning. So, God, I, I pray that you just use us, speak through our vocal cords, think through our mind. It's all of you and none of me this morning that you just flow this morning. And we just go with your flow, God, and you just have your way this morning. The lives will be touched and ministered, and, God, they'll never be the same. Those that's here and those that's watching as well, in Jesus' name we pray. Somebody said, hey, man, I receive it. Amen. You got your words, your phone, or whatever you got the word on. Let's hold it up and confess the word this morning. Amen. Let's confess this. Father God, I hold your word. Read your word. Walk by it. Act by it. Talk by it. The world around me sees the word in me. Cause the word in me. The world around me will become changed. The word tells me how to be saved. Healed. Feel. And blessed. I am what it says I am. I'm highly favored. And this is my best year yet in Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Just look at somebody and say, if you ain't got your best year yet, you just keep believing. Amen. Keep believing. It's here. Amen. It's already on you. Amen. God's already got it lined up. You just need to get in the receiving line. Get out of the complaining line and get in the receiving line. <laughs> Some of you didn't hear that. Get out of the complaining line and get in the receiving line. Amen. There you go. Amen. Just believe today. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, you know, a lot of times uh, we, we, we go through Easter and people build Easter up. And then after Easter, sometimes we just get back to some other things. But the, the Lord had just shared with us this week. Actually, uh, I'll be honest with you, some of it I really didn't finish last Sunday. Okay, so it's just a little extension here. Okay, but uh, but we want to continue this morning and, and, and look at something. But we want to talk this morning 
about the purple. About the purple. Uh, we see it hung on the cross, and we see a lot about the purple. And we want to look at a few things this morning and, and, and look at something. And so go with us to Luke 16, verse uh, 19 in the King James. Luke 16, 19. In your Bible, on your phone, you ain't got none of that, look on the screen. Amen. But get something this morning. You know, you need to really realize who you are in Jesus. Amen. And what, this is a very familiar story. We're just going to take one scripture. Uh, the rich man and Lazarus, we're very familiar. Many of us are. Hopefully you are. But, you know, there was, there was two men here that lived on earth. One, one didn't have nothing. One had everything. And they died. And uh, one went to Abraham's bosom. This was, this was before Jesus come and freed them and where everybody could be in heaven. And uh, so Lazarus is there in Abraham's bosom. Everything's, you know, good. He's safe there. And the other man is, 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 uh, is, is, is he's in the hot place. Amen. He's in the hot place. And it talks about them as that story goes on. But in verse 19, it says, There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. The, the Amplified talks about him, and I didn't tell the guys to put it up, but it, it talks about that he feasted and made merry in splendor every day. Not just once in a while. You know, not just, he didn't splurge once in a while, but this guy lived high every day. And it says that he was clothed in purple and fine linen. So I want to think about that purple this morning and fine linen. And the color purple this morning, the color purple is, is, the fo- is the fourth most mentioned color in the Bible. It's the fourth most mentioned color in the Bible, and it is in the Bible 48 times. Now, a lot of it is in the Bible, basically in the Old Testament, when it's really setting us up about what happened, I think, in a way, with the color purple in the New Testament. But in the Old Testament, it talks a lot about the color purple, how important it was, the tape trace of, of, of the decorations of it uh, in the different uh, uh, places uh, in the Old Testament, how they used that color to, uh, to decorate and everything. And so we want to talk about some things this morning, the symbol uh, what it symbolizes is, is just a few words this morning we want to talk about that it represents. Uh, and we'll, we'll try to touch on all of these words, but that's royalty, kingship, wealth, and luxury. Now, some of you need to go on and swallow. And they were in this class this morning in here, uh, they made some comments, and I wanted to say something, but I just tried to be quiet because I was just trying to hold it in for this morning. But, you know, and, and I wish I had one of those books. I should have jotted it down. But they talked about in the lesson this morning, in here, you, was, you, that, was, you, that, was, you that was in here, who was we at this morning? Uh, you, got, you got it? You got it? Yeah. Um, You don't be a fine now. Shoot, shoot, Jesus. But remember, remember this right here. 
Of course, he talked about guard, guard, your, guard your heart. But pay a close attention uh, about your hearts. Your heart, our hearts will eventually make us make its way into our lives. What's in our, what's in our hearts gonna, is going to flow through. Can you say amen? But, but this is what, this is it right here. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We need to train our mind and our thinker that we're no longer in the darkness mode. We try so many times. We, we think, and we'll catch ourselves. I hear people all the time. Yeah, yeah, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I believe God can do it. I know he can do it. But do you believe he'll do it with you? No, because you're still in the darkness mode. You got to get out of the darkness mode and believe God. If it would have been nobody else, and, and we hear people say this, but we don't literally take it. Like we got to realize, if it would have been but one person on this earth, and He would have just created just you, He would have still sent His Son to die just for you, because He did send His Son to die just for you. You're all important, and we need to realize. But we need we need to get out of that darkness mode, you know, and ask him, well, "Why God don't do this? Why this? And why that? And why this? And why that?" I heard a guy this week told me. Guy this week told me he he, he had a heart attack. He'd been through some sickness, and he, he's going back to the doctor, finish up some stuff and all, and and uh, and we was in a we was in a setting, and and. Uh, you know what he said to me? He says, "If I could, if I could just figure out, if I could just figure out why God put me th- put me to go through all this." And you know what I really wanted to do? I really wanted to get over there, and a, the, the spirit of slap had come on me, and I just wanted to slap. I just wanted to slap him. But I thought, isn't that isn't it so sad that people are convinced with that? But that is living in the darkness mode. Why would, why would God, a loving, a loving God, send His only Son to die on the cross for you? Turn around and put you through something, and 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 make you sick to teach you something. It just don't add up. Amen. I mean, if that is true, then if that's true, then you should be praying for your child that, that is hard headed and won't listen to you to get some kind of dread disease where it will turn him. And you're not going to do that, hey man. I'm going to pull out the old belt, hey man. <laughs> but but I, I would just, you know, I, I you know, and and I just I, I didn't say nothing to the guy because I wasn't going to agree with him. All I said, I said, brother, we're going to be praying for you, and then that's all you can do, hey man. But I'm thinking, how can people live in this darkness? My why? I'm afraid because we really ain't caught yet what Jesus really did for us. And it is, then it, it, and it's a done deal. But we see this guy in fine clothes and linen and purple. I want you to think about that. And I want you to think about this here too if you've never heard of this right here. You know, the color purple is a mixture of the calm stability of the color blue. Blue represents calm and stability. You that likes blue, that's your favorite color. Well, you, you should be calm and stable. Amen. <laughs> Some of you, I don't know what color you are. Amen. So, just kidding. <laughs> and think of, but this is where purple comes from. And then, so purple is made from the calm stability of the color blue. 
and the fierce, fierce energy and strength of the color red. Wow. Man, as a whole, oh, we can go to the next 30. We can go to two just on that, amen. But the blue represents calm and stability. All that Jesus went through, he was able to remain calm. All that they done to him, all that they talked about, all that the religious, let's say it, church folk done to him, the priests and all those, that, all that they done to him, he just remained calm in it. He remained stable in it. Wow. Calm and stable. And then we think about the red, the fierce energy and the strength of the color red. That Jesus shed his blood. The energy. The energy. That he shed his blood in the strength for us. Think about that. Those two things, all of that goes together to, it makes the color purple as we look at this. Now, flip back with us to Mark and let's, uh, let's get into this. Mark 15. And 17 through 20. Let's go back before last Sunday. Preacher said, man, he, he backwards, ain't he? Well, you know, it's okay. I still got stability. Amen. <laughs> I want you to get this, though. Amen. I want you to get this. Mark 15, 17. And they clothed him with purple. Hmm. Let's see what the story we just brought from. Who wore purple back then? Man, prestige, those that had the power. Had the power. They clothed him with purple. Purple. Meant what? Stability. Calm. Strength. Energy. Fierce. Wow. They planted a crown of thorns upon his and put it upon his head. Verse 18. And began to salute him. Hail, King of the Jews. They began to salute, to salute him. Hail, King of the Jews. Now, they was half right there. But my friend, we need to realize this morning, they was half wrong. He just wasn't no king of no Jews. He was the king of the planet. <laughs> he was the king of the planet, amen? He was the king of the planet because he just wasn't, he, what he was doing was not just for no Jew, but the Bible says it's for the Hebrew, it's for every breathing creature that God has made on this planet. It was for everybody. They begin to salute him. Verse 19. And they smote him on the head with a reed. They spit upon him, bowing their knees. They worshiped him. So they put the purple on and he's has, he has a stability, calm, fierce strength and energy. And now they're, they beat him and, and, and spit on him and all of that. And they're bowing their knees, worship him. And then in verse 20. And when they had mocked him, see they done all of that as a, as a show. And we call it today, they was making fun of him. Because in their eyes, he was no king because he had no power. He had no, no palace and all of that. 
But see, they was looking at the power they had. See, the world looks at the power they have, and when they don't see the power you have, they think you ain't got no power. But Jesus had power. They had power. They had power to command to kill people. Jesus had power to command to raise people. They had power to send the doctor to try to heal people, try to help them get better. Jesus had the power to make the people whole. Oh, he had greater power than they had. And I want to report to you today, you got that same power in you if you got Jesus. Look at somebody and say, you got that power. Now look at somebody and say, well, how about using that power? Amen. And then so, and, and, don't you, and when they had mocked him, they took off the purple from him, put on his own clothes on him, and then they went to crucify him. Look at this verse 20 in the NLT. Look at this. I want you to look at this right here. Think about this. You know, I don't think we really know how long this went on. We really don't know how many, how many soldiers and how many was there. But look at this translation in the New Living Translation. It says, when they were finally tired of mocking him. When they was finally tired of mocking him. Sounds like it probably could have went on for a long time. Sounds like it could have went on so long that, that there was enough of them there to hear all the stories that he had done that they was mocking him about it thinking you got power. Thinking you got power. And I'm not, we're not, I'm not talking about y'all, but you know there's some church folks in other places that I mean, they get talked about just one time and they lose it. Y'all know some of them? I'm not, they're not sitting here, but y'all know some of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just just a little bit of pressure. And they lose it. And they lose it. But I want us to look at some words this morning. One I didn't mention a while ago. Purple. If you take a notes, jot this down. This is Jesus, not me. Purple represents also transformation. Transformation. Notice, he never did. I don't believe in the scripture you find he ever wore any purple. But they put purple on him and they was going to make fun of him. But if you really want to think about it, you really think about it, think out of you, think out of the box. In a sense, they was prophets prophesying the real power he's got is really fitting to show up. <laughs> it's really fitting to be a transformation because they think they thinking we're fitting to take care of him. We're going to kill him. We're going to do away with him. But what the, the, the transformation was, nah, you putting this purple on, you fit. You call, him, you call those things that ain't here yet, but it's fixing to be here in about three days. I'm going to have all the power. I already have it, but I'm going to prove it to you that you can't kill me. And you know what? You need to wake up. We need to wake up as a Christian this morning. Just think of this. Think of the Holy Spirit. We need to wake up every morning and thinking about, you know what? 
There ain't nothing the devil going to put on me today that's going to take me out. I'm putting my purple on today. There ain't nothing going to take me out. There ain't nothing going to keep me down today because Jesus arose and walked out of that tomb, and he's at the right hand of the Father interceding for me, and all I got to do, not only is he there, but he's in me, and all I got to do is just call on the name of Jesus. But see, do you believe that, that you will exercise that faith? You know, Matthew talks about it. You, the, the violent taketh by force. You got to get. You got to get violent with the devil. I mean, you've heard me say this before. Now, what? What? I'm, I'm, now, now y'all don't 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 translate this the wrong way. But even going down the road, when the devil's giving you a bad time or wherever you at, you got to spiritually, spiritually cuss the devil out. Amen. Don't take that the wrong way now, okay? <laughs> But were you praying in the Holy Ghost or you just quote scripture? But what I'm saying is you have got to let the devil have it. Amen. When it comes to your body, when it comes to your family, when it comes to your, your household, when it comes to your job, when it comes to your finances, when it comes to your business, you have just got to let the devil have it because he's been trying to issue it out to you. And long as you stay down, that tells me, come on, that tells me that you're listening to him. But when he starts listening to you, the tide will change. Why? Because now I'm putting on some purple. Hallelujah. I'm putting on some purple. You know, it's like, it's like I know y'all all seen Fred Sammer. It's when Esther grabs the Bible. It's time to grab the Bible and put the purple on. Amen. It's time to grab the Bible and put the purple on. I said, it's time to grab, it's time to grab the Bible. It's time to grab the Bible and put the purple on. And, and like Esther say, come on, devil. Come on. You want some of me? This, I, I got stability. I'm calm in this situation because I know no matter what, I'm coming out on top. Because I've got, I, I, I'm fierce about this thing. I'm, I'm mixed with the blood of Jesus in me. I'm mixed with the color of blue, the glory of God in the skies and whatever. I've got stability. I'm calm. I'm coming out on top. No matter what the devil says, no matter what the doctor says or the bank or whatever, I'm coming out and the devil cannot have my family, my home, my marriage, nothing. I'm coming out in Jesus name. But you got to proclaim that. You can't be walking and say, well, you know, I sure hope so. Well, y'all pray for me. Ah, you got, you got, you got to get out of that, amen. You got to get out of that. Why? Because you've been transformed, amen. Look at my say, you've been transformed. Transformation. You've been transformed. You you have a better life, but you got to walk in it, amen. You got to walk in it. You got to walk in these things. You know, you can come to church when you're feeling good and everything good, and you shout and tell us all about how much you love Jesus. But my friend, it's when the rubber meets the road. When the rubber meets the road. When that person gets sick, or you go to the doctor, and all it is. You got to begin to call those things that be not as though they were. You got to speak the word. You got to speak the word. And you know what? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You can talk all the talk. We can talk all the talk. But our speaking and our actions announces to everybody else when pressure is on how really close we are to God. How really close we are to God. I mean, you know, you hear those people. Not y'all, man, but you hear those people. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do. Don't know what I'm going to do. 
I'll tell you what you're going to do. We're going to, the Bible says rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice in the Lord. You know? And all that worrying and all that stressing, no matter what it is, ain't going to change nothing. But if you will begin to believe and praise and give God the glory and believe that he's bigger than your problem, something will begin to click in your mind and your heart. And you just continue on and on. Why? Because transformation. God's transformed you and he's going to transform that situation. Amen. We're talking about somebody made made water water into wine. We made access swim. Made people like y'all talk. I mean, I mean, made a donkey talk. Amen. (laughs) I mean, he can do it all. He can do it. But do you believe he'll do it for you? If you have really believed the transformations took place in your life as it did that day with Jesus. And you know, everything Jesus, and this hit me this week, everything that happened to Jesus has and will happen to us. First of all, he says, I go to the Father, and greater things shall you do while I'm going to the Father. Believe that. He come, he come, you know, and so, you know, we have, we already have that. Amen. The only, the only part Jesus, you know, think about this. The only part that Jesus has done that we haven't, we haven't got yet is when he come out of the, when he come out of the tomb, he was transformed. That's where they got to all the movies and all that about Transformers, you know, transform Jesus. But he was transformed. And then these guys, the guys are in the room and he just walks, he don't use the door, he just walks through there. You know, that part's going to take place in our lives one day when the trumpet sounds. So think about it. Everything that God did to his son is available to all the children. It's available to all us. Some, Some of you... Some of you think about that while you're eating your pork chop today. Think about that. Look at this right quick. Another word. Royalty. Royalty. Purple. Talks about royalty. Power royalty. Royalty. You know, you think about this. This revelation I got might not do nothing to you, but it should because the Lord gave it to me. Or just royalty. You know. When somebody has, has, has created something or made something or, or, or done something, then, then, uh, and they, and they, they, they sell that or whatever, they get what off of it? Royalties off of it. Think about what Jesus died for your sins, wore the stripes for your, I want to ask you. Are you getting the royalties off what Jesus done for you? Are you getting the royalties off of what Jesus done for you? You have a right to hold your head up and not hold it down. The world wants to convince you to hold your head down because you don't match up with the world. But Jesus says, hold your head up high because what they're searching for, you have it. But you know they don't they don't see our royalties because sometimes we're ashamed or we want to we want to hold them in. But I'm telling you, let the royalties of what Jesus done. He did it all for you. Say he did it for me. He did it for 
You're supposed to be receiving the royalties of what Jesus did for you. The purple represents the royalty. Some of you get that when you're eating that banana pudding for lunch. Royalties. Royalty. Jesus paid it all that we could receive the royalties off of it. Amen. It's for his children. He did it for you. He did it for, he wore, he wore the stripes that you could be healed. Amen. He, he took the pain that your family can be well, that you can be blessed in every area of your life. He, in fact, the Bible talks about nothing missing, nothing broken. So we can walk in that wholeness and that wellness. But see, we got to change. That's, and, and again, we talk about it all the time. Romans 12, 2, you got to renew that mind. Renew that mind. Now, here's, a, here's, a, here's another one that just blows people away. They don't think it's in the Bible, so I'm going to show it to you in the Bible today. Kingship. Kingship. Look at this in in Revelations. Revelations 1.6. Revelations 1.6. This is in the Bible. Look, you look. We just didn't put these words up there. This is in the Bible. The B-I-B-L-E. And have made us. Go ahead. I know it may be hard for some to say it. Kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory, dominion forever and ever. My friend, when you come down and get saved, not only do you receive salvation, but you are a king and a priest. I was hoping that would go over a little bit better than that. You are a king and a priest. Why do we, why do we try to live like we, I don't know if we'll make it or not. Bible says he never seen it. He never seen his seed begging for bread. He's going to take care of you. He's going to deliver. But you got to believe that. You got to get it. You got to get it in your knower and your believer and you got to turn it on. Amen. You got to turn it on. Look at that scripture again. He hath made us kings and priests. Now you can go on over in you go on over in Revelation 4 and it's talking about the kings and the priests in heaven is us there. But bless God, this is talking about Revelation 1. It's talking about who we are now on this earth. See, we, we got to get that. We got to get that. We got to quit walking around with, 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 with ragged, rag clothes and realize it. We should be wearing the purple. We should be wearing the purple. Church, I'm telling you, when we realized, you know, something real easy and simple. You know what, you know what can change the, the world around? Is the Christian people realize the power they have and use that power. To change the world. You want to see the world change overnight? It's when we grasp that. You change overnight. Because we just be open and obedient to God. But I believe in the last days we will see more and more of that because I'm telling you, God, God's, God's going God's to win this thing. Amen. Now, I know you may not believe this. I know me and Mr. Vic talked about this years ago. I believe this. And he was the one that mentioned and we thought about it. And I, I still think about it. For God to win, and we know God's going to win. 
There's got to be more people in heaven than in, or in hell. When I preach the Bible said, the Bible said that the hell is enlarged daily. To somewhat effect it does. But that's because some people's made some bad choices that God had a choice for them to get to heaven. I believe. So church, let's realize who we, who we are. Who we, who we are. Kingdomship. Who we are. We, we're kings and priests. We're kings and priests, and I believe in these last days, He's given all the power to His children, but, but see, we, we try to still live in that, what was I saying a while ago in that, in that book, what was that, that in, in, in the, in the, in, in the darkness. We, st- we still live in the darkness mode. We're still trying to live in the darkness mode and don't believe God. We just, we just want enough just to get because after all, if I can get to heaven and back on the back corner, I can just live in a cabin. Slap them. Ain't gonna be no cabins in, in heaven. They're all mansions. They're all mansions. And when we serve God and be open to Him, He will bless us. He will bless us. And you know what? I'm going to say this, okay? And, and, and you got to have the right attitude. Don't get no big head. But you got to walk in the grace of God. And when you walk in the grace of God, thank you, Jesus. When you walk in the grace of God and obey the Word of God and live by the Word of God and do what the Word, the Word of God says, just remain humble. With the hard issues of God, letting Him lead and guide and direct you, you will be talked about. 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 And I'm getting ahead of myself, but but the Bible says, "Count it all." <laughs> hey. It's the goodness of God. It's the blessings of God on my life. Amen. It's the goodness and the blessings of God on my life. They, people should be talking about you. Because God's blessing, not because you're doing what you shouldn't be doing. Look at somebody and say, know the difference. <laughs> know the difference. Next word. These two words here might get you now. Okay. Ushers be ready. Two words might be. I have some nitro if we need it. Okay, it may affect this may affect the heart. This may get to them. Purple. Wealth. Well, preacher, if I just have enough to get by. You are the selfish person on planet. God don't want you to just get by. He needs you to minister and bless other people. And if you take it all and you hoard it all and you're trying to save it all, that's not going to help. But he wants you to sow seed and bless and help others. He wants you to minister to other people. He wants you to give and give and give. Well, preacher, I just ain't got it to give. You ain't got it because you ain't giving. That's why you ain't got it. I'm going to tell you your answer. I know the answer. You ain't got it because you ain't giving. Now, see, I talked about that Wednesday. Was Wednesday I was talking about. It don't, it don't make sense. God says give, and he'll bless you. The world says hold on to all you got. 
And you can hold on to all you got. But I want to report to you. There's a 99% chance there's a generation going to come behind you. They're going to spin the fire out of it. So what you need to do is plan it, enjoy some of it. Plan it and enjoy it. I, I, I sat and talked with a guy for a few minutes on Friday. I, I met, I actually met the gentleman. I love to go, I don't have time to go and make the time, I guess, now, but I love to go to auctions, and Pastor Betty says I'm banned from them now because I don't have room to put the stuff, so we don't need to go, but. But anyway, I used to go to auctions and, and went to this certain place and this elderly gentleman was there and he was probably 80, 82 then, I guess. That's probably been uh, almost 10 years ago or, or, or a little longer than that. But this certain man come in. He was a gentleman, very respected man, and, and I spoke to him several times. And But when he, when I would got, get there or he would walk into the, to the auction, I always said to myself, I, I won't buy nothing old tonight. He was going to buy it. He was actually the guy uh, uh, that uh, going towards coming back actually from Montgomery on the right side there. The old three cabins out there, if you've ever seen them, it's like three or four cabins, got stuff on the porches and all. And uh, But he, he had those. Well, they, they auctioned that stuff off this week. And, but, Pastor Betty's not watching. She's in the air, but I went and bought some of it. And when we go back to the cabin, she's going to say, where did this come from? No, I did tell. I told her, I said, I, said, I, I got a couple of items I went. It was actually 15 of them, I think. But, <laughs> but, but when I went to pick this stuff up, I, I was, the, the, there was a guy sitting around there. And anyhow, the other people that was doing the selling, long story short, brought something to him. And so then I realized, I said, that's the guy that's selling. And so he was sitting on the porch all back there by himself. And I went back there and I began to so excuse me, sir. And I said, I said, I know who your dad was. I said, he's a very respectful man. I had a, I had a very great respect for him. And I told him who it was and then identified him. Where he went to the auctions, he said, yes, sir. He said, that was him. I said, I knew it was. I knew this was his place. And, uh, and then we, we talked on. And, but, and so I asked him about his father. And he said, no, he, he passed away in May. And I said, so... You're selling stuff. He says, yes, sir. He says, I went to, I went with him with, to one, one, one auction. He said, this stuff does nothing to me. It don't mean, mean nothing to me. And he's probably, his dad was right at a hundred when he passed away. Uh, he, he's in his probably 70 or close to it. Uh, and, you know, but anyway, he said, he said, this, this means, means nothing to me. He said, I'm just, it's all gone. And then I thought, you know, and I thought, his, his dad, I said, man, he just, he, when they were, he was bidding on something, if it was a wagon on wheels, he'd just keep his hand up. I mean, cause he was going, he was just, he was going to buy. I don't know where he got all his money, whatever. He was blessed, amen. But, but I'm telling you, I, I, I've seen that many times, and I thought, you know, that that man, he lived his life of buying all that stuff, and it was amazing. You go in those those cabins out there, that the the store had a store set up just like it was in probably 1850s. I mean, it's just. Stuff like that. Just I know Miss Betty calls it stuff, but I call it stuff. <laughs> but I'm said all of that to say that you know people hoard money and hoard all this stuff, and then next generation it means it means nothing. It means nothing. 
And so walk in what God has blessed you with. You know, I want to say this. I don't know where this comes But, you know, the, the, the banks are not paying a whole lot of interest. But God is paying a lot. He, he'll bless you. He'll bless you. Psalms 122 and 7. We've got to work through these because I want to get to this. Psalms 122 and 7. Peace be within our walls and prosperity within our palaces. Now, he's not talking to the world. I said he's not talking to the world. I'm telling you. The psalmist David seen some things, and there's many, many prophecies and many things in the Scripture in the book of Psalms. If you'll get in and dig out, was prophesying about after Jesus come, what was made available to the people after Jesus died on the cross and rose again. And we need to get those things. Psalms 118 and 25. Save now, I beseech thee, O Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, send now prosperity. That's what we should be saying. Why? Get that we could have that finances that we could bless and help others. Amen. That we could bless and help others. That, that we could have, you could, you, your business could have, your, God could bless your business to, to build a, to build a, uh, uh, the Calvary Hope Center, a new brand new food bank. How many believe that? But you got to believe that. See, it ain't what God, how much money I can have, but God, how much can you bless me that I can bless somebody else with? See, we, 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 we walking far below who we, where God wants us to walk. We got too many Christians living on spiritual welfare. Hmm. Spiritual welfare. Spiritual food stamps. You know what spiritual food stamps is? Well, I'm just living from paycheck to paycheck. You're just getting enough to get by. It's just like the government just training people just enough to get by. God wants to use. We're supposed to be the distributors of God's kingdom in this, on this planet. I'm talking about what, what God went to the cross and gave us. The power. The power. And we said it the other night, Joshua 1.8. Well, preacher, how can I change it? This is your answer right here. You need to read this scripture every morning. The book of the law shall not depart out of my mouth. That means you need to be speaking this word every day. Confessions all in the, in the four years. You need to get those. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou may observe to do according to all that is written therein. How can, how can I meditate it on it day? Because, see, what you've been speaking about, what you've been speaking about, you'll go thinking about it. The preacher, did that really work? Yeah. Because you can make a statement about something. You know, that person ain't worth a lick. And then you'll see that person. Bam. There goes, somebody will mention that person's name. Bam. You start thinking all that. Well, we need to reverse that to good stuff. Amen. Put this word in. Put it in. And then when you do that, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. And then thou shalt have what? So if you ain't prosperous and you ain't having good success, get in the word. Get in the word. Get in the word. And the last one, last word, please don't get choked on this word. Luxury. I know that it's not a cuss word, but it's luxury. It's spelled L-U-X-U-R-Y. 
Genesis 9, 3. We go all the way back to Genesis on this word, and we ain't been living this. All the way back when he created. Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you, even as the green herb I have given you. Those last two words. He's given us all things. Well, preacher, why ain't got it? Because God, you ain't you ain't at the trust level yet. You can't even have you. I'll just, let's use the terms y'all all for me with. You can't. You don't. You, you can't handle a Jackson. How you gonna get a Franklin? Well, if I had it, I'd give it. No, you wouldn't, because God's blessing. You can't give it now. I'm not talking about to the church. I'm talking about the people, not only church, but the people. I'm not talking about. I'm, I'm talking about more than your money today. But you can all under, you can understand what I'm saying today. He's given us. He wants us to walk in the luxury so that we can be a blessing to other people. You me say it all the time. How many times you you know you you you, you want to? Oh, we got to go. Some of y'all's food gonna burn. But how, how many times I talk about you know. You in the drive-through? Pay for the one. Pay for the one at, at, b- b- behind you. And I, you know what? I had to overcome one, one or two times. You can't be looking back. I wonder how many is in that car back. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't luxury. That ain't walking in the blessings of God. That ain't walking in the blessings of God. I told you about that the other day. I blessed a, blessed a family and, and, and started out. I was going to bless that family and another family come in and eat with them. And, and I told Betty, I said, I'm supposed to bless that family. She said, so I said, look over there. How many are sitting over there now? I said, another family come in. I said, we got to bless, all, we got to bless the whole crew over there. But that's what. And see, what I'm saying is the devil's going to throw those. You're going to fight on that. And you got to overcome it. I'm talking about we need to realize the blue and the red that makes the purple that Jesus. See, they, they, they was prophets. They, they was making fun of him, but, but he was saying, hey, y'all go ahead. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Just wait about three days. Y'all go ahead. Just give me four more days. Y'all go ahead. Y'all go ahead. And the last scripture, I know y'all been waiting on this one. Second Corinthians, here's, this is it. Second Corinthians 12, 10. Some of you might not know this was in the Bible. Therefore, if I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distress, for what? Christ's sake. For when I am weak, I am strong. So if you really believe that, you shouldn't go be going around telling people, you know, I'm just so weak, I can't believe. No, I'm strong. <laughs> yeah, Messiah, I'm strong. Because we walk by faith and not by sight. And look at this. In the NLT. Paul said, that's why, I t- let's be like Paul. That's why I take pleasure in my weakness. And in the what? Count it all joy when somebody insults you. Count it all joy when somebody insults you on your vehicle or, 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 or uh, uh, your camper or whatever, whatever, whatever God's blessed you with. Count it, count it. Hardships. Hardships come. But joy comes when? Because it may be dark, but in the morning the sun is going to rise. Shout till the sun comes up. Amen. Don't cry and beg and plead and ask God what, what, what's next. No, just shout. And you know what's next? Joy. Amen. 
persecutions, troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, say this with me, for when I am weak, then I'm strong. Now you need to remember that. So it'd be fun to be weak because you can shout because you're strong. God's going to come. God's going to overcome. Amen. Think about these words that represent the purple. They threw it on Jesus, but they didn't know really what they was talking about. But we did, and we know today. So when people see you, what color do they see? They see black. Oh, there come darkness and negative. Run, run, run. Or do they see purple? The color of blue and red mixed. Energy, strength, calm, stability. What do they see? What do they see? Father, we thank you for this day and your blessings. We thank you for these people. Thank you for those that's watched online, and we thank you for those that's here. And Father, may we never close the service or rush a time that we don't give people opportunity to come to know you as their personal Savior. So right now, heads are by heads are bowed, and eyes are closed, and before we go, no sad story, nothing to talk into, nothing, but just you as a, as a young man or man or woman, young lady, you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior. Here's about you just stand up and walk down and say, I'm going to get me some Jesus. I'm going to commit my life to Jesus that, that I want to be what he wants me to be, not what I want to be. If that's you, you come on down.